So we're here with Joe Blair. Um, we're going to talk about the new 12-6 race board that he just shaped up, something that we've been talking about for probably four months, and finally we got it. <laughs> so why don't you explain a little bit of, of what you were thinking when you when you made this board, because it looks way different than any of the other boards that I've ridden. The nose is different. The, the bottom looks different. I mean, the whole thing looks different. Well, one of the things I put into them is looking at the surfboards all the kids are riding today, and they all have full concave bottoms. And then I used to make race boards and slalom race boards in the windsurfing for really good guys. And um, the concave worked really well. So what I wanted to do was put uh, make it wider, too, because all the boards had such a narrow nose and tail that sinks. So, you know, you want glide. So I wanted to get the width and the concave in there to make the board glide faster as you paddle it. And then the entry. That is really a tricky thing is your entry. You want to have a fast entry into your long, flat spot with a nose kick. And to me, that's a very important thing to have in the board right there. So, you know, on this board, it, it almost feels like it's more of a surfing kind of a board. I get more of a feel like I'm I'm surfing a wave as opposed to kind of riding a like a longer. I don't. Know, I hate to say the word kayak, but that's kind of some of what I feel on the really long boards because you know it's it's kind of these narrow and long things. This one almost feels like you're surfing it for a lot of it. But then I would think, oh, maybe that that kind of detracts from the speed, but it doesn't seem to. So what's what's a scoop on that? Well, I ran that concave way up in the nose, plus made the nose wider. And I I put really soft rails on that board um, all the way through to free it up from any of the uh, wave action, which you might get, because the ocean has quite a bit of different wave action, wind and chop and all kinds of different action. So I wanted to free it up so it can keep going and not stick. But um, I think in reference to the... Uh, Concave in the nose is super important because otherwise you have a boat hull principle and it plows. Okay, so how, why didn't why didn't you go with like a displacement hull type thinking? You know, like what um, some of the other ones we're seeing now. Well, when I built the slalom boards, I was about one of the only guys who had the concave running up in front. Same with the wave boards, and the speed boards are real interesting that um, were made back then too. Um, you know, the speed racing and windsurfing. And it had the full concave all the way through going into a double barrel, but I felt the single throughout the whole board is faster than having a double barrel. Most of them have double barrel, and that's more of a boat hull thing, and that seems to push water and railroad. And you were talking about the surfy feeling of it. Well, I was trying to free it up instead of stick. So uh, the softer rails, the concave running all the way through, and also having that clean, fast entry going through is going to keep your speed up and not stick. I think the whole key word would be sticking like a, a boat hull and plowing because the uh, water's not always flat. Now, I'm talking about a race board that might be longer for lakes and where you don't have much wind, well, I think the width in the nose and running that concave is going to be faster. Maybe um, you take a, a bullet, you think, you know, you get a race board that's really narrow that looks like a bullet. Um, that's going to sink on you. So so how is it then that that's, that a 12-6 board, I mean, this is the scenario, right? So I took that thing out. I've ridden it three times so far, pretty much in epic conditions. Uh, so, I mean, that, that goes 
that's got to be mentioned. I mean, it's really high winds, 20 miles per hour plus at my back. Decent swell. I mean, not big, but, you know, at least knee high, almost some coming in a little bit higher than that. And my best time ever before on a 15-foot board was an hour and 29 from the blinker buoy in Hawaii Kai to Kaimana. And then yesterday I did it on the 12-6 in an hour and 17 minutes, which blew my mind because I'm thinking there's there's no way this 12-6 should be as fast as a 15. Um, well, what I did was I tried to have more leaders in the 12-6 and even the 14-footer. That's why I went wider in the nose, wider in the middle, and wider in the tail. And I also let the tail fit too. So when you get back there, you have more glide. So I was putting uh, the the gliding area in the whip instead of making it so narrow it sinks. And that was my idea on that. Huh. So what do you, what do you think about um, for boards now then in lighter wind conditions, um, smaller, smaller chop, if we have the opportunity to make just unlimited, would we still stay in the 14 or 15 foot range or are we making these 18 foot ones or what do you think? Well, I think we went with a 15-footer, and we widened the nose and dropped the nose four inches from which one I made for you for the ocean with the more gnarlier conditions. Um, we're going to get more glide rather than that narrow nose with a boat hull that pushes, and then widen the tail, too, throughout the whole board width. I think width is going to give us more glide and running the concave through it. Um, I even tried a blow-up board that had... Um, a low rocker like that and the glide on it was incredible I was extremely impressed and that was a little bit of proof in the pudding on that too so with I mean that that's kind of kind that's weird I don't know it's just a lot of them are that going narrow and long right it's like almost opposite yeah that maybe and maybe uh, sometimes when you look at the opposite of things it's better you never can disprove anything until you try it but to me, planing ability is very important. When you start pulling that nose and tail and you're sinking, you're not planing. So width, I think, in racing lakes is we're going to see it's a major factor. But you're going to have to have the right entry, and the concave is going to be a major factor in it too. And then what about for bigger guys? Is it going to be a big difference between guys 200-plus, maybe 230-plus, um, as opposed to 160, 170-pound guy? Well, I think that you're going to – a special board should be made for bigger guys. They're going to have to go wider, so they're going to um, be able to get the same glide because of their weight. Things change when uh, you have weight added to it. And it wouldn't be fair to stick a, um, a heavy guy on the same board, a lighter guy. The lighter guy is going to beat him. He's going to outplane him. So if, he, if a heavy guy wants to enter a race, then he would need to make a board that's wider and a little thicker so he had equal um, inning area. Okay. Let's see what else did I put in that. I, I like the concave deck that I put in there because of <clears throat> your feet are at an angle. If you used to put your feet together, yeah, that's dead straight. When you spread your legs apart, you're going to have a bit of six degree, seven degree. So I put the concave there so you're pushing against a flat and um, you you you're, won't fatigue near as bad and you're going to have more paddle power because of the angle of pressure that you're putting. And that's what I like is that dome deck on that board so you have better... You have uh, you can last longer, right? 